I'm really a very big believer in time flies when you're having fun. Today is our 48th episode. How did that even happen? (laughs) I wanted to give you a heads up that season two will end with episode 50, just to make it nice and round. And I will be taking a two week break after that. So stay tuned. Hi, welcome to Healthy Wealthy Roots, a podcast about financial wellness, mental health, and parenthood. I'm going to put a disclaimer out at the beginning and let you know that I very much believe in science. I trust scientists. I am also a scientist, and so that's where I will be coming from when I'm having this conversation with you. The guidelines for dealing with this pandemic are constantly changing and updating as we learn more, and that's basically how science works. So I know I've heard some people say, Oh, yeah, a year ago they said that we didn't need to worry about XYZ and now they want us to do this double masking. And that's because things change as we learn more. And the pandemic is not over. Things are improving, particularly here in the United States, but that does not mean that things have ended. As of right now, it is the end of March 2021, and our numbers are similar to what they were last summer. And even though it's a far cry from where we were towards the end of last year, we're still dealing with this. So we have to continue to be vigilant and pay attention to the guidance that is being given to us. Another thing that I think that most people are not realizing, while things are improving here in the United States, in a lot of countries around the world, things are not yet improving uh, or things are just kind of stable. So the pandemic continues. Just because you're seeing people out and about and on the news, they had images from spring break in Miami and people congregating in large groups. It does not mean that this is over yet. We still have to hang in there. Um, And so that's where I'm coming from with this. That being said, I am noticing that as people start getting vaccinated, they have questions. People have asked me, well, are you going out now? Should I go out now? What should I do? Or they went out and realized very quickly that once they saw other people who were not masked, they became really anxious. Or in my case, I went somewhere and there were way more people than I anticipated, and that made me anxious. The thing is, that response is normal. I very much believe in 
normalizing things that are happening for a lot of people. Because oftentimes we may start to think that it's just us. Something must be wrong with me. Why am I so anxious about this? But it's not just you. And so if you are thinking that, just remember that you're not in this alone. Hundreds and thousands and millions of people around the world are sharing this experience with you. Of course, you would be anxious if you are in an area with a bunch of people. We have spent the last year, well, it's been over a year now, being told to stay away from people, being told to not gather in large groups, being told that we have to wear masks. We've spent the last year only seeing the top half of people's faces except on TV shows and movies. We have, a lot of us, have spent the last year in our homes. And so it feels strange to get out there. I mean, I was only home very briefly during the shutdown before my um, job brought us back in because I'm in healthcare and I had to go back into the hospital. And that was a very strange experience. Because I got in there and you're used to your job or wherever you go on a daily basis. You're used to what that looks like on a daily basis because you've doing it, you've been doing it day in and day out for years and years. But when I got in there and then everyone's masks and everything's being wiped down, it's disorienting because it's out of our norm. And for us as human beings, we very much feel comfort in things that are repetitive. So if you feel anxious about the reopening of the world, it is completely understandable. This pandemic has been very difficult for a lot of people. People have lost families. People have lost jobs. There's just been so much stress in terms of juggling everything, feeling like you have to be perfect in the face of something so big and scary. But what happens after you've been vaccinated? And that's where we are right now in this pandemic. It's unknown exactly what life is going to look like next but we can tackle what it looks like right now. And so here in the United States is a very big push for people to get vaccinated. And the CDC's website has a whole page for when you've been fully vaccinated, what you can and cannot do, what you should and should not do. And they make it very clear that we're still in the process of understanding how vaccines affect the spread of the coronavirus. And like I said, with science, as we learn more, we do things differently. So don't be surprised if things change. But as of right now, the recommendation is that uh, you have to wait until 
two weeks after your second dose, if you're taking one of the vaccines that have two doses, or two weeks after your single dose, if you're taking um, Johnson & Johnson's single dose, before you can be considered fully vaccinated. That's the current um, guidelines according to the CDC. And then what happens next, as of right now, they're saying that you can gather indoors with fully vaccinated people who are not wearing masks. And so you have to know that those people are fully vaccinated and they should know that you're fully vaccinated. They're also saying that you can gather indoors with people who are not vaccinated, but from only one other household without masks, unless, of course, someone is at risk for being severely sick. So what that means is you and let's say your parents who you've been staying away from, you and they can uh, be in the same space together if everyone has been vaccinated. Let's say you and a friend of yours who's relatively healthy, no major health concerns, but they haven't gotten their vaccine yet, you can be indoors with that person if you've agreed that you're only seeing that one person. That's basically what they're saying. And they also are saying that if you come into contact with someone who has COVID, you don't have to stay away from other people or get tested unless you have symptoms. And then there's like a caveat for correctional facilities or living in a group home or whatever the case might be. So that is not a hey, the world is reopened, go do whatever you want to do. <laughs> that is most definitely not the scenes that we have been seeing from spring break. It's still very, very limited, but it, we are making steps in the right direction. The CDC continues to recommend that you wear your mask, you stay six feet apart from people, you avoid crowds, you avoid poorly ventilated areas, that you continue to wash your hands, that you continue to follow the guidelines. Those things continue to be the case. So as the world slowly begins to reopen, you can continue to practice all of the precautions that you have been practicing over the last year. And also, you can slowly start to address your feelings of anxiety about reopening. So for instance, if you feel anxious about going somewhere, it's okay if you don't go. We need to listen to our inner voice because oftentimes our inner voice is trying to protect us. So right now, people may be like, oh, yeah, you could do this. That's fine. But if you're not feeling comfortable yet, then you are well within your rights to do what is comfortable for you. 
like I said, the pandemic is not over, even though there is the illusion that it is. If you are going to be um, going out and you get there and there are more people than you thought might be there, or you're seeing people who are not masked and you start to feel anxious, and we've talked previously about what anxiety can feel like. So check in with your body. Is your heart racing? Are your eyes darting from person to person? And oh my goodness, what's going on? Do you feel cold sweats? Is your mind racing? Those are the symptoms of anxiety that our body is telling us, hey, I'm not feeling so great about this. If you're experiencing that, then you have a couple of options. If you've been fully vaccinated, the CDC is saying that you can wear your mask and socially distance and all of that stuff. So you're allowed to be there. Uh, If you want to stay, you need to check in with yourself and ask yourself, What do I need in order to be able to stay here? Do you maybe need to make sure that your seat is a comfortable distance away from everyone? Do you feel like you need to double mask? Maybe you left a mask in the car and you can double mask. Maybe that will help. Do you feel like you need uh, something else? Just check in with yourself and ask yourself those questions. The thing about anxiety, though, like I said, you start to experience the symptoms in your body. And in order to manage anxiety, we need to address what our body is experiencing. The best way to do that is to take slow, deep inhalations and hold it for a little while and then big exhalations. What that does is it helps our brain realize, oh, hey, you have enough oxygen. You're actually okay. We are not dying. You can stop freaking out. (laughs) And just by breathing and telling yourself that you're okay, that can help bring your anxiety level down. So I can do a little bit of that with you just to guide you along. So say that you're in this environment, you've pulled up, you're there in your car, you realize that maybe it's not quite what you expected, you start to feel all of those anxious symptoms. You take a deep breath in through your nose and you hold it, hold it, hold it. And then you slowly exhale through your mouth. And you tell yourself all of the things that you need to tell yourself to calm down. It's okay if you pause long enough to come up with a game plan. You can say to yourself, I really want to be here, whatever the case might be, if it's something that you're supporting someone for, or you're getting to see a relative or a friend who you haven't seen for the last year, whatever the case may be. You can come up with a game plan and say, I really want to be here. These are the things that I need to feel comfortable. And this is the amount of time that I'm going to give myself. 
that can be really helpful because if you make it time limited in your head, your brain knows, okay, we're not going to be here for forever. We're not going to be uncomfortable for forever. We are going to be uncomfortable for a short period of time. And you can determine what that is. If it's five minutes, 15 minutes, an hour. If you are there and you're calm and you're having fun and you realize, oh, wait, my time limit is up. If you're comfortable with staying, then do so. That's fine too. So all in all, we need to keep an eye on what the guidelines are from the scientists. We need to acknowledge in our bodies that, yes, this is still an unusual time for us. We also need to acknowledge that our anxieties are real and valid because this a pandemic is a scary thing in and of itself. And we also need to acknowledge that there are things that we can do to help calm down and protect ourselves. Continue to keep an eye on the guidance of the CDC as the research continues to develop and as more people become vaccinated, things will change. And slowly, I am anticipating that they will expand what we can and cannot do, what we should and shouldn't do. Um, and it will be odd. It will feel odd. I think that a lot of people have been surprised by how odd it's been to go back to doing things that they did previously a year ago. It's okay to feel like it's odd, and it will be odd for a little while. This is not going to be like a switch that we just flip and then it's life like we knew it before. Now we're going to go into our version of a new normal, and I don't know what that new normal looks like. All I know is what we look like right now. And so we can tackle what we're facing right now and start to prepare for our future. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can check out new episodes every Monday and Friday. If you haven't already, please pop over to the website at healthywealthyroots.org. You can follow me on Instagram at healthywealthyroots. And I am now on Clubhouse at HWR. That's for Healthy Wealthy Roots, of course. Now you can also send in a voice message. The link for that is on the website. And I may play it on the show. Remember, our future grows from healthy, wealthy roots. It is a fact that most people here in the United States are living paycheck to paycheck. There are several reasons for that, including systemic issues, racism. However, 
while we wait for those issues to be addressed, there are things that you can do to change your spending habits so that things are a little bit better for you and your household. Tune in next time. This podcast offers only a look at what I'm doing and is not meant to substitute the results you can get from working one-on-one with a professional.